What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Please give a round of applause for yourselves. Because in a world full of haters, you can only be greater. I am your host, your boy, Steven City P. Watson. As always, back online with the coolest nigga in the room right now. Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges never needed an AKA. <laughs> it's together that would make us the brothers. You just really do the head swivel like this, like ha! Ah, you did it for two episodes. Oh yeah, I think I'm gonna rock with it till somebody say, "Hey man, cut cut that bullshit out." But oh my, man. yeah, he's 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 feeling, he's feeling <laughs> it today. Let's, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is Thursday, August fifteenth. Yes, it is, and we are beyond the halfway point of this summer. Man, it's starting to fly by. I hate when the summer's like the shortest time of the year. It's almost fall. It's fall time. Don't remind me. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of cold weather like that. Okay, you, you can, only the only the football is is paramount. Okay? You can hear all the anxiety and the young teenagers going back to school. Man. Back to school commercials scaring people to death. Yeah, no, them parents are happy as hell right now. But they got to pay for them goddamn school clothes. Mm-hmm. That them bad kids going to mess up the first two weeks. Yes. <laughs> them trying to do that. Fresh-ass Kmart shits that get dirtied up in a minute. Do but they, anyway. Do people scared what case was? No, Case was a bit outdated. Oh, okay. Man, K- who the fuck? What's the last time you wore Case Swiss? I'm going to bring them back. I like them. Right, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to light up shoes, though. Okay. But anyway. Uh... Let's get started. Get some British knights right. this. We got to help. <laughs> Take the motherfucking light out the shit. Ah, yeah, we playing laser tag. Anyway. I killed some case. Get some British knights. Uh-huh. Well, we got a hell of a topic right now. We're going to try to expand on more of our relations between men and women. And it's yes, going to be a little bit interesting because I feel like we got some very strong opinions about this. As do all we always. We always do, but we're going to have to very try, very hard to keep it real. But first, we got a little something we like to call Town Hall Business. Mr. Bridges, what do you got? I would like to give a shout out to all of our affiliates, but I'm going to slow it down this time. All right. So shout out to WIAN in Memphis, Tennessee. I did say Tennessee. Yes. reason I'm slowing it down because what I want you all to do is go to our pages and check out the bios, the biographies of the brothers on WIAN radio station. We on a website now. So I need you to do yeah. that. Go and check us out. Also, like to give a shout out to UBM. That is Urban Broadcast Media. Check out them. Check out their special events. Check out everything that they have to offer. Also, Sing Chicago. You can catch yours truly. Dante Chase Bridges doing some of the dopest articles you've ever seen. Event. Multimedia, investigative journalists, all that. Also, shout out to iHeart, iTunes, I, him, and everybody that make this brother's things possible. We are nothing but a Google away. Mm-hmm. And you know this man. Wow. That I did go there. School, yeah. So, shout out to all of you all. CDP, what you got for him, man? As always, we shout out the Brothers family and the Brothers in the Club up in here, the hub. It's always popping. Shout out to our brother's official DJ. He'll always be our official DJ, JMC. What's good, baby? Shout out to the young bull, Ryan Watkins, for At My Mama's Table. Yes, yes. Shout out to Reggie Price for I could be wrong, but I doubt it. And shout out to his Reggie Comedy. You should also check that out. Reggie Comedy's kind of busting right now because the man got a weird sense of humor and you like it. Analytical, funny little dude, right? Yeah, he's a funny. funny dude. And shout out to, of course, our viewers that are tuning in, that tune in every week, especially our number one fan, Keisha Hudson, top fan credit. All right. Shout out, girl. Um, 
I think that's what we got left. Now, let's go to another part we call what's really good out here. What's really going on out here, man? But real quick, if you haven't noticed from the hat, the colors, and the music playing in the background, it is Nipsey Hussle's birthday. Rest in peace. So we're doing this in memory of you, Nipsey. Wow. Rest in peace to the boy Nipsey. That's man. right, man. Um, real quick, so I guess y'all kind of heard about that little disgusting-ass rich pedophile Jeffrey Epstein killing himself, right? Committing suicide. <laughs> which we know is which is in prisons because we know we know kind of think that's a lot of bullshit. Why is that? Because you know he has a lot of information about a lot of sex trafficking that was going on in Hollywood right now. Also had a lot of damn security around him on twenty four hour watch for a suicide. For a suicide, <laughs> and he still found a way to kill yourself. That makes is... you kind of wonder whether or not he really found a way to kill himself, or how much information did he really know? That's either a setup or perseverance. Yeah, and not that when we tell you he had a lot of names, he knew he had a good amount of names. Oh, yeah. Even the guy who's sitting in the Oval Office right now. Oh, yeah, you know, they used to be best buds. They used oh, to go yeah. out to Mar a Lago and, and do all types of things with Man. all types of people. So, yeah, obviously, he got. I'm glad he offed himself, but everybody knows he ain't off himself. He ain't off himself. Well, everybody he's dead, knows. all right? Put him in the body, put him in the garbage bag, and throw him in the dumpster. Everybody knows he's somewhere chilling on an island. I hope he's in the garbage bag and he's doing the dumpster. Hey, man. Uh, also, we got a thing about what's happening lately. Jay-Z recently signed, agreed to a new deal with the NFL right, about right, running right. their halftime promotions. This caused a bit of a uh, divide in the black community. Why is that? Because although people thinking this is a prog progressive step in order to try to break down racial relations and try to kind of bring more to light racial policies in the NFL. Some people are also saying he's trading in on Khaled Kaepernick's name mm. after he sacrificed his career for his message and for only for Jay-Z to be a huge backer of it and kind of just pull a 180 inside the work of the NFL. Okay. After he denounced it. So now it's kind of ripped the social media communities, ripped the black community apart on it. Now, I heard, I, heard, I heard another perspective. Well, I got another perspective about it too. What's up? Well, a lot of times black people do a lot of symbolism. And so although I like what Colin Kaepernick did, but it was all symbolic. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't actually the work, the meat and potatoes. So I would say if Jay-Z come in and he got a action plan mm -hmm. to stop or to do some type of endorsement that allows violence in the black community to decrease, then I'm going to have to say, okay, because symbolism is one thing. Putting your hand up like this is one thing when the cops is on your ass. Mm -hmm. But it's another thing to go into the senator's office and get them cops banned from the police force. Right. So, we'll see. That's what I'm going to put on it. We're going to put a big And Jay-Z's we'll done see. some pretty good political things for the black community, has he not? He's done yeah. some, you know, he's got a couple of brothers out of the jail, out of the jam for he, he you know, unnecessary that. crimes. He has done he's that. got the protesters out of Ferguson out. I I know about that. You know about that? No, I, well. I That's back in the Ferguson trial. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I so, didn't know about that. Did so, he do that? Well, if I'm wrong, please correct me. I would like to know. Okay. But anyway, we're off that now. And let's get yes. to the topic of today. And what's that, sir? Can men and women be friends? No, but anyway. <laughs> all right, I'm about to go home. All right, I got an yeah. article to write. But, um, Shoot. How about you tell us a little bit about your history with this topic? About can women and men be friends? Well, let's, let's, let's just think about this. Okay. Um, 
a little bit of my history about it. Me, Dante Chase Bridges, I have always found it to be difficult to be friends with women. Okay, we'll have Ray on that one. Uh, one of the reasons why is because I feel physically I'm a little bit too masculine to be an actual friend. And when I say friend, I mean a woman only looks at me with plutonic and no type of romantic or sexual interest. You can call it arrogant, you can call it cocky, you can call it whatever you want. But I often feel that I just don't possess the power just to be a girl's friend. And that's on the woman's side. Also, I've always experienced on my end and sometimes dealing with my, my friends end that even when a woman does call you a best friend or a friend, somebody has some type of sexual attraction to somebody. Mm. So can you truly be friends if you want and will do something if that person gives you an opportunity to? I Okay, on my end, I'm going to have to go back a little bit when I was a little bit younger in the 20s. And I'm going to say no. Okay. Again. The reason why I said no is back when I was younger, I didn't really see the significant purpose of having a female friend. Like, I was a real picky person on the idea of what significant purpose do you serve as being my friend? Right, right. Because as a woman, as a man, I'm thinking to myself when I see a woman around me back then, I was just like, well, I can't ask you for money because I'm too proud. Right. I can't ask you to help me move something because you're not probably you're a lady. <laughs> I have a certain amount of chivalry, and any time I would like to talk to women, I'm trying to court them, or in case, fuck them. Mm-hmm. So, outside of me, of the romantic realm, I didn't really see that much of a use for it. So, what you're basically saying is, you really didn't see a purpose for a woman if she wasn't doing some type of romantic or sexual thing for you. Yeah, back then it was just like, I don't give a fuck about what you want to be friends with, are we fucking? So, how about right now? How about right now? I actually, eh, it's gotten better, but it's not like it's too much. It's, but it's now more of a political attache, I think, around it. Okay. Because now it's gotten to a point where it's just like a game. Mm. What can you do for me? What can I do for you? What's on and so forth? Sorry about that. Um, yeah, it's kind of like you. It's give and take. What are you willing to give, and what are you willing to take? Let's back? pause and take a break, and let's. Look at what Eddie Davis wrote. Oh, Eddie Davis bit. wrote, yes, we can, friends. I guess you mean yes, we can <laughs> be friends with the opposite sex. Good English. But we still going to find sexual attraction. But when you love your soulmate, you ain't going to tuck that or fuck that. Okay, keep it PG. But friends must represent the title. Friends help you grow. Okay, so I'm going to give Eddie Davis half of what he said. Okay. Um, this is the thing. Uh, if you know me, you know I'm big on words because uh, I write for a living. So one of the biggest things that I think people don't do is define what the fucking word means. What is it defined? Then go ahead. What is a friend? Exactly. <laughs> can you please elaborate on what Eddie a friend Davis, is? Eddie Davis, can you elaborate? Anybody on the brothers page, can you elaborate? What is a friend? Because to me, 
friend is very subjective to the person you're dealing with. Very relative. So you relative. don't know. We there's a lot of things that we consider what it takes to be a friend. Mm-hmm. You could be a friend with a, depending on how much they do for you, how much they listen to you, how much they go out their way for you, like stuff like that. It could also be very really materialistic why you consider somebody as a friend. So let me frame this whole thing about friends. Okay. So friend by definition is a plutonic companion that you share a affection, not sexual or romantic affection with, mm-hmm. but is exclusively dealing with plutonic friendship and non-sexual or romantic tension. Exactly. Non-sexual or romantic tension. Mm-hmm. That is in the definition of friends. So, okay. going back to that mere definition, Let's just ask this question again. And I want the men, I want y'all to be fucking honest. And I want women to actually be a little honest with yourselves too. Even the relationships, the friendships that we have with the women in our lives, mm-hmm. you know, with because you know, we have a lot of friends in our lives that's women, you know. Yeah. You got, yeah, yeah, we got yeah, a lot yeah. of friends that are women. Fair enough. But let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. With that definition, and I'm gonna ask you this question too. Mm-hmm. Do you think that men and women can be friends with that definition? Yes, but there is a catch. You got to go deeper. Tell me something. If you want a man to be friends with you as a woman, you do realize you have to sacrifice that sexual attraction that exists. Now, you do know that men, and let's be realistic about men, you do know men need that certain level of sexual affinity towards you in order for us to do something for you. Mm. So, if it doesn't exist, then it's kind of blase blah. It takes away the seriousness of the relationship. I'm sorry, but that's men. We as men have have some, even if it's not great, or even if it's small, there has to be a certain level of sexual attraction that exists for us to kind of say, we give you the camaraderie as a friend that you prefer. You know something that I bet a lot of women don't know? What? And you kind of hit on that, and I'm just going to take it home. Mm-hmm. In order for a man to actually want to do something for you, sexual tension is one of the main reasons why men interact with women in, in the, the first place. place. Yeah. Now, I know you're going to look at me and say, no, that's not true. Men always come up to women and do this. Maybe you think that I am uh, immature with my thinking. What I'm telling you is on a carnal level, on an innate level, on a physiological level, the reason why men interact with women in the first place is the perception that something sexual or creation can happen, okay? So after that man has that attraction towards that woman, then he's able to look and say, okay, I'll put her in this category of friendship, I'll put her in this category of sexual ship, or I can put her in this category of indifference and not deal with her. But Mm -hmm. the first thing a man is when he is involved in friendship, romantic, sexual, he's looking at you with the sexual urge. That is what attracted him to talk to you. And don't think when I say attracted, meaning sexual, but just the mere fact he came over and said hello. Right. How are you doing? It's almost symbolic to us shooting a shot 
even if it doesn't pan out and we still end up being friends, there was a level of attraction to say, I was attracted to you enough to talk to you. Right, right. How what right. it pans out is where it pans out, but it was enough to make me say, I wanted to get at you. But with that being said, then I have to ask, is it truly a friendship if one person wants romantic or sexual relationship and the other one doesn't? Well, just the mere by definition mm-hmm. that we just talked about, it is not a true and genuine friendship. No. As a matter of fact, it's very disingenuous, mm-hmm. it's very hypocritical, and it's actually a little bit mercenary. Mm-hmm. Now, what do I mean by mercenary? mercenary? Now, if a woman, by this definition of friendship, knows that the reason that this man is talking is because he may want to right now or in the future be sexually involved with her mm-hmm. and she still says it's a friendship, mm-hmm. then that woman is being disingenuous. It can, can, you, can you just flow with me on right that? Well, with the ahead. definition of friendship the that we just talked about. Right. And if that woman, knowing that that man wants to do something sexual or romantic with her, still hides and say it's a friendship and accepts the benefits that come with a man's friendship, which is protection, money, mm-hmm. and even if he ain't got those, time, whether it be time on the phone, time talking in person, or just an ear or a shoulder to cry on, okay? Right. He is giving that to that woman. And if she knows that he wants more, but she's cashing the ticket to get her benefits and leaving his alone, then at that point, she is a friendship mercenary, okay? That's what she is. Because let's be realistic about something. There is not a woman out there that is aloof to the idea that a man is at some level of sexual attraction to them. And they use that. That's it all. It's, they use that. They use that to their advantage. Whether they like to admit it or not, whether you consider it manipulative or not, it doesn't matter. You know it, you're aware of it, and you use it to your advantage. With what you just said, would you say that women are some of the biggest manipulators of this friends game that we know out here? Well, let's break it down like this. Let's be realistic with ourselves. Oh, yeah. When a man shoots his shot at a woman, is he going into that situation hoping that they get a friend out of this? 95% of the time, he is not going with the intentions of friendship. And do you believe that woman is aware of that? 95% of the time, that woman is aware of the reason why this man just opened the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is because he has some type of sexual romantic. So attraction. why are women bullshitting themselves into the idea of thinking I can flip this and turn it into a friendship? So that means innately, to be honest with y'all, you gotta be honest, innately, you see the idea of having this man as a friend for your own personal benefit. You wanna know why they doing it? What? Two words. What? Plausible deniability. deniability. Because if you can have a man Mm-hmm. Act like it's a friendship mm-hmm. when you know that man is sexually attracted, mm-hmm. and you can act like you don't know that man is sexually attracted and go on with the friendship mm-hmm. and still reap all the benefits. Mm-hmm. When you see that man getting sexually, you know, intense with you, maybe right. wanting to get a little bit riled up, mm-hmm. you can still fall back and say, Listen. Right. You know that this was only a friendship. friendship. You know that I only wanted friendship out of you. That, my dear, 
is what we talking about when we say the friendship game is disingenuous yeah. when it talks about these females. Because there was no intent that you had in the first place to be friends with that man at, at all. Yes, you sir. had it. But you saw somebody you could have benefited from. Yes, yes, yes. Now, let's flip this a little bit. Okay, but before we flip it, okay, let's take a 20-second break for y'all to recalibrate, get your mind together, because we're about to go into another segment of this whole Friends game. And with that 20-second break, I just want to put a shout-out mm -hmm. to the Caribbean Carnival happening in Midway Placence, and that's just in Hyde Park. I want you to come out there. I want you to check out your boy. He's going to be writing some of the best articles. Mm -hmm. Come and say hi to your boy. Maybe if you out there, we can do an interview, and maybe you can get in the magazines, okay? okay. So shout-out to uh, Carib Caribbean Carnival. Shout-out to the people that's promoting it. Shout-out to the event producers. And shout out to everybody that's going to be attending it this Saturday, Midway Places, Hyde Park, Chicago. Apparently, we have to shout out Ms. Keisha, uh, Crystal Connor, our new viewer, because she says we're one-sided and we oh, need assistance. Okay. Well, you know what? Hey, if, if you stick with the brothers, maybe you can do a little guest spot. Maybe we can have that little screen out for you. Right. And to be honest with you, any woman that feels this way, like Crystal Please. Connor does, I want you to come and we have. Comment. Hell, if you want to come and have a rebuttal episode, we can have you come and rebuttal it. Come on in. We would love to have a conversation about this. Okay. But let's move on, shall let's we? Let's move on. So now, like I said, let's flip the script a little bit. All right. Let's turn it around and say that, ask this question. Can women be around men with security and power and not be attracted to them? Hmm. It, that's a that's an interesting question. Yeah. Now, one of the reasons why I'm going to say sorta, 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 is because the I, I would say it like when you uh, when you was in uh, grammar school and they said assembly like is to as this is to that. Mm -hmm. So, sex is to men as power and security is to women. When men are going after women, we are looking for physical attraction and comfort. Mm -hmm. When men, when women are going after men, they're looking for what? Stability. Stability and security. Mm -hmm. So with a man that is defined, if he has these characteristics as the alpha male, that has all the things that these women actually want, mm -hmm. there could be a better chance for that woman to be more sexually attracted because that man meets all the needs of that woman before they even talk about the physical or if she think he looks good right you know what i'm saying so i i got to say yes and i got to say no because sometimes there are repulsive men out there that yeah. the woman looks at and says okay maybe i don't like him for this but maybe this money, these trips, these $40, these hair care products he keep getting, all this stuff that he's doing for me, maybe I will stick around for that. So it's it's a double-edged sword when it comes to that. But it's a lot of women that like that, though. What you think? I think that women can as long as they know where they stand in the situation. Because I say that because well, I know we've got a lot of female friends that they see us, I guess, in that way. We find that very flattering. We appreciate that. Mm -hmm. To all our female friends who do, uh, who do think that way about us. 
Um, and most of them really don't put themselves in a position for that type of contact, which I guess we also appreciate that. Okay. Because in a way, they understand what we're trying to do. Like when we're trying to build this hub up, they understand what we're trying to do and what, what we're trying to do. We're trying to ascend to another level with this. So when they see us with motivation, with trying to accumulate power, accumulate, we become more stable in security. Most women just kind of want to have a place to say, hey, I know him. Right. I got his back. We, that's my boy. Because mm-hmm. you know everybody has a good, strong circle. I believe, I'm a firm believer in that any successful man has at least some type of circle or core of women around him. Something. Some type of There's feminine some feminine energy somewhere. that has to exist it has to in be order for your business to thrive. Would he, would so there's always a female consultant. This is why, like I said, we appreciate what Crystal said because, you know, we always use a rebuttal. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. We don't have to be one-sided. But you're gonna have to come correct. Gonna have to come with that good heat. Right, you better come stuff. correct. Don't don't come emotional now. You gotta come correct. You come Drop with that the facts. Come with that fire, not that lukewarm right. shit. But like at the same time, it's like yeah, we do. I believe women can be around men and not be attracted to them. I feel like as long as they know their, pl- I don't want to say it's kind of chauvinistic to say know their place. But in a way, we understand the no, context. No, of- no, no. Let's 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 say that. Okay. <laughs> as long as women. Kind of know their place, and when I mean know their place, as in you know where you stand in that man's life, like you know it's nothing, it's only platonic, where there's nothing romantic happening. We're not messing around with you, you are simply one of the homies. But that brings us back to the original question that we had before because okay. if that sexual energy isn't there, then can you really be able to hang with being just a friend? And I gotta, I gotta answer that myself personally. I truly feel that if women truly felt what it was to be a man's friend and he has no type of sexual attraction towards you, it would make you flip your goddamn wig. Right. I don't think most women, and a lot of women out there feel that they are prepared or they felt that before, trust me. Most of you all, if you don't weigh 700 pounds, and got acne all the way from your head to your back, you have not felt a man truly say, I'm just gonna be your friend. You have not truly felt that. It had to be some type of sexual intention that pulled him to you. If you felt that, oh, trust me, that woman ego, and that woman's ego is very big, will be completely bruised. Because I don't care if you're a man or woman at this point. Mm -hmm. If you have somebody that looks at you, that is a peer, that is relatively attractive, whether man or woman, and they have no attraction to you whatsoever. Your essence is almost like you asexual to them. It does, in your mind, weigh on the fact of, am I really attractive? Mm-hmm. Why don't they even see me in the just a little minute as to be someone they could possibly be into? You might not even be into them, but the sheer attention that men give women, you be like, why can't they even give me an inkling of that? Let me go lay out a scenario a little bit that could explain that to you real quick. So, like we talk about the whole courting process when you're trying to entertain a woman and hope to be more romantic with her and you end up getting what they quote-unquote friend-zoned because a lot of people act like that friend-zoned shit don't exist. All right. 
which is funny. Do you believe the friend zone exists? I believe it exists. I believe it exists too. It just it said, oh, it's a state of mind or whatever the philosophy is. I believe the friend zone does exist. I believe, however, that there is an interpretation of what kind of of what you say think it is, whether it be a positive connotation or a negative connotation. To each person, it's different. Mm-hmm. However. I will say this, that as far as a woman understanding that if we decided we're going to be friends with you, women have to understand this one important thing. We as men do reserve the right to say that we don't want to be friends with you. Okay. Because the thing is, is that a lot of women think because you curbed them now, all of a sudden you're entitled to your friendship, which we actually are not. No man's entitled to give you anything. Mm-hmm. We hear this preaching, and I'm sorry, but we hear this preaching and this, you know, the pushing the movement of women don't owe the men anything, which is true. You don't, you ladies do not owe a man anything. You don't owe us your time. You don't owe us your bodies. You don't owe us your spirits. You don't owe us your intellects. You don't owe us nothing. You don't owe a man a damn thing. All you gotta do is be beautiful in your own way. Right. However, keep on going. To reverse that, we as men aren't entitled to give you our time, our just good looks, our money, most importantly. That's always because it always seems to circle back to money. Let's be realistic, it does. Or our mental stability and well-being. Bottom line is, as men, we're not entitled to give you our friendship in this scenario. So that's something that you just say. So when you say bruising ego, I feel like women will get more bruised on their egos because they a man will sit there and tell you, nah, this is not what I wanted. I shot my shot at you because I wanted to holler at you. I don't want to be friends with you. Sorry, that's not what I want. I know women will sit there and say, well, that means you you all you care about is sex and all you care about is want to fuck us. You never really wanted to get to know us. There's no consolation prize if you shoot your shot. There is none. Which is friendship. Right. That's not a consolation prize. That's not what we were looking for in the first place. Now, also, I have something else to say about this. There was a recent study done by the American Institute that said that it is practically impossible for men and women to be friends on this accord. During friendship, there is a such thing as transaction, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, let's say me and you, we friends. We boys. We've known each other a damn near a decade. Right. Now, even with this friendship, there is a transaction. Yes. If you take me to the store, then at some point, if you needed 20 or $30, I'll be able to, right. you know, yeah. reciprocate. What is found in the friendship of men and women, that it is hard damn near impossible for the women to reciprocate mm-hmm. on the things that's being done mm-hmm. that the men are just giving the time the money the attention what is called if you study economics opportunity cost to that woman and she is not reciprocating anything back on the contrary mm-hmm. she thinks her mere presence it's reciprocation, which is borderline egotistical, borderline everything, borderline, it's borderline, borderline personality disorder, okay? So with that being the case, knowing that friendship is a transaction going back and forth, you give me something, I give you something. If you are a woman friend and you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are not giving anything back to your male friend except 
being on the phone talking about your issues, mm -hmm. collecting money for yourself or yep. your kids, you collecting your time, collecting his services like moving to a different apartment, anything of that nature. If you are not reciprocating anything, then you, ma'am, are not in a friendship. You are in a fucked up one-sided relationship. And it's okay if you want to do it. Mm -hmm. But at least be honest about what you're doing here. It's not a friendship. It's a mercenary relationship. Well, that's a pretty, uh, that's and that's, a, but that's, that's what it is. Word. Sometimes you got to smack the shit out of somebody <clears throat> with it. You got you to smack the hell out of somebody with it. Now, I'm going to give you a little to and fro on this one. Okay. On the part of reciprocation. There is a place where, as men, that we can be a little bit prideful on the reciprocation. Because as men, we have a tendency to not want a woman to reciprocate us because that's almost like giving a level of power back on their place. It's almost like it's our, it's our ego. I agree with you. It is our ego that's coming into play where it's kind of like, nah, you don't owe us nothing. It's all good. We got you. We're friends. As a man, we can't expect to have anything to come from a woman to give us anything. It's almost like we said we can't handle it ourselves, that we need somebody of, of a feminine energy mm -hmm. to handle our business. I can give you a prime example, bro. We was at the Chi-Town rooftop party, yes. okay? And we have a mutual friend, mm -hmm. okay? I ain't gonna name her name. She don't want to be blown out. Maybe, shut up. Angelina. Angelina. Shout out to you, Angelina. Mm -hmm. And Angelina ordered some jalapeno bacon-wrapped shrimp. That was good shit, too. And I bet it was. It was. <laughs> now, she offered me one. She said, hey, Dante, do you want one? And the pride in me, although we are friends, would not allow me to accept the shrimp. Why was that? Because the pride says, even though we're friends, my pride won't allow me to have a transactional reciprocation, yeah. equal back and forth valley of what we do for each other. Right. It was another instance where she offered to buy me a beer. And even though I really appreciated the fact that this girl was going to do that for me, mm -hmm. I could not allow her to do it without giving something monetarily back to her. Because you felt there was a level of possession she would have over you if you did so. You know what? I don't know if that's that's it. I think it's just more so that I've been conditioned to feel that a man is well, not supposed it. to take from a woman, woman. he's supposed to give yeah. towards a woman. And not necessarily take. He can take comfort. He can take nurture. He can take... Uh, uh, someone talking to him and being there for him emotionally, but as far as monetary, a man's not supposed to take. That's how I've been. Convinced. But do you feel like it's more of a natural instinct for you as a man to do that, or is this something that you were raised on? I think it's a natural instinct because okay. I don't believe that I was raised on it. Okay. I believe that I just was born to have it. Fair enough. Now here comes the from. All right. Women can't reciprocate that energy back to men because. Let's be realistic ourselves, fellas. Chances are, nine times out of ten, we only really want one thing from them and one thing only. And that may cause a little bit more of a rift in the friendship. That might right. cause a little bit of a gamble in the friendship. In other words, we want sex. And we feel it's something. And then unfortunately, in this culture, sex has been prioritized so much across the board. That if a man doesn't even get it, he's looked down upon. 
So a man can't interact with a woman of that magnitude without the idea that they need to reciprocate that type of, of camaraderie. So in other words, you know the old saying goes, you bet your boys hanging out with your boys, and you got yourself a female friend, you hang around them, and they say, oh, you got an old girl with you. Y'all gotta be fucking, right? No, nah, that's just my friend. Nah, y'all fucking, right? Como? Go. Como? Como? Yeah. Como say D say no? Yeah. No, not fucking? Nah. No. <laughs> you, so what are you hanging around her for? That is exactly what the energy is. So in the essence, women have to be willing to, and almost in a really sick way, they have to be willing to sacrifice some part of themselves to continue an interaction with a man. And that's not, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the case. But some women feel that, honestly, that's all they can give in the situation. But it's also interesting that a lot of women will give that forthright in order to reciprocate an offer. Like if a woman needs to you know, crash somewhere at your crib. Oh, I could pay you with sex. Or if I got a loan that I need, they'll pay you with sex. It's like some women don't feel like they need to have to reciprocate you the same amount of energy because that's not only is that all they can give, but that's all we really want from them. Right. So, that being said, what is an exception to this rule? I think one of the biggest exceptions, because we done did a lot of going one way, let's not go the other way, you okay. know, because I bet a lot of people feel that, that was one-sided. Yeah. But there are exceptions to this rule. Yeah. I think one of the biggest exceptions is... When you become a man that knows what you want, knows your purpose in life, and you're going towards your purpose, a lot of times sex might not be the number one thing you feel a woman can offer you. Right. Sometimes a person that has a specific skill. Maybe you see a friend and a friendship for that woman because maybe she's good with public relations. Maybe she can make promo designs for you. Or maybe she's someone that can actually listen to your business plans and then allow you to say, okay, that wasn't good. Let me switch it up and let me keep going. So once your priorities change as a man and you're not only thinking with your little head, you start to realize that this woman is more than just a vagina and some titties. Mm -hmm. You start to realize that she is a brain also and that she has opinions that can help you get to the next level in your life. Absolutely. So it kind of goes down. It's, it's there. Mm -hmm. But it goes down a little bit when you understand who you are and what you want in your purpose. And another thing is, as a man, it also comes with a level of maturity. When you grow as a person, you start to realize that this is a, that trying to give see that level of energy is almost like a waste of time for you. Mm. But that also comes with the territory. I feel like you have to be a little bit more selective of who you call your friend. As we get older, friendships can come and go. Yes, and you they do. And they do. So you don't know who's got your back or who don't got your back. So you almost got to grade yourself in the mind or program yourself in the mind is. If this person is my friend, what category? Yeah. Where can I put them in? So if you can't really fit them in a category, then it's almost like the what the hell benefit do I have them around for? Yeah. Well, as far as men come when it comes to women, what category can I have? With them? I'm saying from a man perspective, because a woman, I feel like they can have multiple reasons why they have a man around as a friend. It's always something they can be useful for. But I can only speak for right now as a man, seeing it as what I need a woman for. Right. If I break down all these single categories and you and that woman can't fit any of them, 
other than maybe just sex. And then if I don't really need sex from them that much, then what the hell do I need you here for? Wow. And that's the truth. <laughs> so at, the, at that point, it's, it gets kind of, it gets the unfortunate decision that I'm going to have to cut you loose shortly. Because mm-hmm. I really don't have a purpose for you being here. And I'm very selective about who I keep around my circle. Mm-hmm. Like we like you said, we know each other for almost a decade. We keep a lot of people, there's a good amount of people we keep in our circle, but we keep them closer. We don't really let a lot of people jump in and out of the circle whenever they feel like it. So when you're as a woman, especially dealing with us, you we have to have that connection with you, like we saying, we got your back because you have had ours. Right. If you don't have that connection, then I'll be like, well, what are you here for? What can we service? Are you going to service us? <laughs> if not, well, you got to bounce. Sorry it's that crude and that crass, but it's the truth. Men have a tendency to have women there for a reason. It's not something to be disrespectful for, but we just don't have time to have a circle of people around there that's so vast and not have a use for them exactly. or have a relation with them exactly. that's not on a personal level. Exactly. We have to have a reason for you there. Well put, well put, well put. Yeah. Well, but I couldn't have said it better myself. You know, it has to be a category for a grown man to want that woman to be in his life with. Yeah. If you don't fit that category, then there's really no exception to that rule. It's not a friendship because one thing with friendship that we try not to use is use. Mm -hmm. What can I use you for? Okay. And not, to mention, and not to mention the fact, if we end up being with a woman that we want to be with, that we're actually with, y'all need to know where y'all stand because we're not going to draw no conflict here. Because <laughs> I'm trying to make it work with her. You can't be a problem in this situation. And I got to be honest with you, bro. Mm-hmm. With all, you know, I have in my life struggled with that mm-hmm. because the one thing that I used to do that I still do. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes, once you have a romantic relationship that you're truly into, mm-hmm. the boundaries of every other woman in your life that's considered to be your friend. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I've let women come into that boundary that they had no business being into. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that we did something together, but in all honesty, I had situations where they crossed that line and we did end up doing something together. So I can't even say I hadn't did that. Mm -hmm. But as time goes on, you got to realize women, I'm going to tell you this. If a man is in a committed relationship with another woman and you do not work with him to better his business, you do not actually work with him. You do not do something tangibly for him literally tangibly for him Mm -hmm. like mowing the grass cooking (laughs) a dinner doing something taking care of his grandmother ladies he has no use and you two are truly not friends i had to learn this the incredibly hard way yeah (laughs) To be honest, it's not really that complex. It's actually very simple. And you might think it's a little shallow, but that's how it is. Men are just not going to jeopardize having someone else doing a circle they don't have a use for. And that's a very ugly word to say use, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Especially if we have a woman in our lives that we are more platonic with, 
more than just platonic with, more than that we're hanging out with, we're dating, we consider them a life partner. We can't afford that risk. And I got to be honest, sometimes even when they do have a use, maybe like a, a work-related buddy, sometimes you got to weigh the option of it may not be work, worth it if you a man that has a relationship or with a significant mm -hmm. other and you have this woman that is your work-related friend. Because a lot of times, let's keep it a hundred. How many times have you been working with somebody and because there's this bond that get forged when you're trying to complete a project, yeah. you all grow closer and closer right. versus intimacy, meaning that y'all just share little things back and forth. Then it becomes much more. Then an opportunity arises where maybe someone breaks up with the other person or something bad happens and now you are in the bed with that person that you said you had a use for and y'all was only friends. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even possible for men to be friends in a relationship when they have another relationship. Right. It's just not possible. Yeah. So my overall conclusion is I feel that 90% of the times, 10% to the rule, but 90% of the time, men and women cannot be genuine friends mm -hmm. with each other. There's certain dynamics behind that that only that allow that ten percent to happen. I like, can't see you that much. Right. I can't. You can't be in my close proximity. I cannot be talking to you all the time. I cannot be taking you places. We cannot be hanging out, going to Trader Joe's and, and kicking it at Whole Foods all the time. We can't be walking in the park, sharing experiences. Trust me, I know from experience. I thought right. I was the at self actualized man. Bottom line is. Then if you and I, if, if a man or woman, so if I'm with a woman and I can't, and that's supposed to be my friend, if I can't even be alone with you without there's some level of contraction or conflict going on, then it's not going to work. It's, it's, you know. I can't even be alone with you. And I'm not saying this is even, you know, something that I can't control my urges, but it's it's 10 percent right it's just don't we don't want to jeopardize that 10 percent, especially if we got somebody and which is not going to jeopardize you have to have boundaries sorry but friends is only it's only for a rarity and so most of y'all don't fit that rarity so if you have a male friend out there that's saying that he's cool and he never thought about you sexually i'm a 99 Point nine percent sure that he is bullshitting with you. Well, it's complete bullshit. If he tells you that he would not take the chance or the perceived chance to get with you if you allowed him, he is bullshitting with you. Now, there's no exception to this rule because men are men. Mm -hmm. We have the urge to want to create. How do you create? Through sexual, sexual conquest. So, men and women genuinely cannot be friends. Ten percent to the rule, but I can't see you that goddamn much. And be realistic about that shit, because you know it's the truth. All right. You know you have a man in your situation, like, look, I ain't gonna fuck that nigga. But I ain't never went, I can talk to little Raul and everything, and, and he ain't never made a pass at me. He I, ain't, I ain't never made, made a pass. pass. But he would take the opportunity to yes. tap that ass if you gave him the chance. Right. Trust me, if and you made that one call at 2 o'clock in the morning... He would do it. And on the opposite end, you've been taking all opportunities to take advantage of little Raul by letting him move that big-ass couch mm -hmm. out of your goddamn apartment that was on the fifth floor. And you know there has to be a transaction going back and forth. And your mind and your conversation ain't enough. So, 
you are fucking up being a relationship mercenary. And you ain't real genuine friends. You on that bullshit actually when well, I'll take that at 12 o'clock because, you know, 2 o'clock is a little bit late and we're, we're too old for that. Yeah. Yeah, I was like 12 o'clock, okay? No. It was after, maybe 11, 10? That's it. 11 o'clock is a safe number. Let's say 11. So you call me at 11 o'clock talking about come over your crib then you know, that's... At night? Yeah. Oh, shit, you can't call me after... Uh, no, you can't call me, actually. You can't <laughs> call me to come over your crib as a man. Right. And want to talk. You can't even call me. And right. Like I said. Ain't no such thing as a, let's talk. No. Fuck you. And this is where Netflix and chill comes in and then you know what happens there. Like I said, I'm a 33-year-old man. I've learned this through the hardest fucking experiences. I ain't perfect. I have fucked up. And a lot of people, I had a girl ask me one time, she said, how can you do relationship astrology and you fuck up in relationships? It's because I've been through a lot of shit so I know right from wrong, the ins and outs, the obstacles, the hurdles. I'm not just sitting here talking for the sake of talking. I've literally lived this shit. So when we tell you, take it from people that study this on an expert level, that men and women scientifically and just going through life cannot be friends. We mean it. I just speak in common sense. You know fucking better. That's awesome. I am done. This is all for Dante Chase Bridges. I don't know about City. What you got to say to the people, brother? I have nothing else to say, but thank you for tuning in. We will catch you next week. Put the stunner shades on because we out this piece. Peace. Holla at your boys.